You know, uh, we've got. Uh, I restart. Everything was good up until that little little portion there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good. All right, that's what I needed. It is the 29th recorded episode of Not To Be Technical, our actual 31st recorded episode. Yeah. And, you know, it's your boy, Nervous Knopf, and Cryptic Charlie in the mix, Missing Gary. That's right. No Gary this week to start the new year. That's okay, baby. We're here. New year, new us. Not really a new us, but we're back, baby. And that's all that matters. Nafis, it is great to be here. Another new year. I can't believe we're here. 2022. We started this thing, you know, what, middle of last year. Uh, last week was actually the first week that we missed a podcast episode. Much needed. Yeah, it, it was much needed. I, I had already been planning to give a little holiday break to us. In ter- I didn't say that to us, but it just ended up happening Yeah, naturally. we didn't even really communicate it. We yeah. just took the break and yes. we all sort of just naturally assumed it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's great to be back. We're refreshed. We have a lot of good things coming this year. Uh, I think one of the things that's important to start is just novice. How the hell are you? I'm going to start off by saying something cliche, but I'll provide some backstory. Um, I'm happy for health. And the reason why is I have my first on record case of having COVID. Oh, no. Why am I? Why am I reacting? Like, I don't know this. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, oh, no. Yeah. So Omicron's going around and... I'm pretty sure your boy got it. I mean, I, I did test positive finally for I, the first time in two years. That's pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> and, and this was at one of those at home tests too. So like yeah, if the, you test positive on one of those, you know, you got you're it. You're really positive. Yeah. Cause those <laughs> bad boys, especially for Omnicron, not that accurate. Those at home tests, everyone was snagging up. Not but, good. But yeah. You were, you were, you were sick for like two weeks or so with what supposed symptoms for Omnicron. It could have been the flu, could have been allergies. But you ended up getting it at some point. Maybe you had both. Who knows? Super fucking strange. Yeah. I had symptoms for a couple of weeks. Um, I, and and so the thing is, like, at this point, I think people know that there's a lot of people who have, like, allergy-type symptoms, cold symptoms. Um, tests are not really picking it up. Uh, Omicron, particularly. Uh, but they do have COVID. So in my instance... Um, you know, we had, you know, someone who tested positive at work, our, you know, job informed everyone of it. And immediately after that, I got a test and following suit, I got three more tests over the course of a week. So consistently, so short time frame, I kept making sure whether I'm good. I consistently got worse uh, mm-hmm. over the course of a week. So honestly, during that period, I, I think I had the flu or a cold or something. And then I think it was like Christmas Eve where you, myself, and a couple of others got tested who were around often among other people yeah. in our friend group. And we all started testing positive. I still tested negative somehow yeah. uh, against all odds. But you uh, definitely had it at that point too. I mean, you're Oh, it was, I was incubating at that yeah. point. I yeah. definitely had it. I mean, being yeah. around you and like my girlfriend, like we, I had to have had it at that point. And yeah. then I got real sick. Everyone, like everyone else in the group, 
You guys were like, you were like moderate. Yeah. You know, other people that we know, pretty like normal, like either one day of downtime or yeah. less. Me, I just kept getting worse. Uh, honestly, on New Year's Day, I was literally contemplating whether I'm going to ever be the same again. Uh, and it sounds, Will I ever be the same? And it sounds this so... This is my new reality. It, it <laughs> sounds so ridiculous, but I was literally like... I am not breathing okay. I had like old asthma symptoms from when I was like 11 come back to me. I had brain fog. I had fevers. And I was just like, I couldn't do anything. And especially also like I I like to work a lot and just do stuff and not having done that for like 10 days straight. I just felt like a useless like sack of shit. I will say Nafis that especially when it comes to work and really just everything you do, you are not a useless pack of shit. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure what you said, whatever related with shit. You're not, you're not that. Thank you. However, while you had COVID, you were absolutely that. Oh, yeah. oh you were useless as shit, my dude. You could not do anything. We were already, like I was saying, we were planning to take the podcast off that week, but yeah, there was no way I could get you on there, a mic. There. I mean, I could barely either. You said I was moderate. Like I had some pretty bad days too. Like yeah. I, I thought I'd be able to kind of grind through some work remotely I, I had a tough time. I also had brain fog, but you, my man, ooh, I, I'm glad you're doing better. Um, you know, it's it was rough seeing you that yeah. way too. You know, we, I, I, it was good that we had friends and your girlfriend as well. Yeah. Also, kind of, you know, I guess not good that they were positive, but good that it all happened around the same time, so there was some help available. Yeah, uh, you know, I she she did a lot, which was great in helping you. Shout out, yes, yeah. please, thank you for nursing me back yes. to health. Yeah. I needed that. Thanks for taking uh, care of my baby boy. And I would say I'm still not. At a hundred percent. I'm yeah. at like 90 to 95. Most of the time I'm good. What I've noticed is like, I don't have like asthma, wheezing symptoms yeah. by the evening, which is what was going on by like 8 PM. I'd be basically useless. I'm just like struggling to breathe. Yeah. Cause I, so I had, this is my second round of COVID. Uh, so you're a vet. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a veteran now, a vaccinated veteran <laughs> of COVID. The first time was way worse. Like I lost smell and, and taste oh, yeah, I remember for a that. couple days. And if you know me, that's the worst thing that could happen to me. Um, I, I, I just did my budget for my last year of, of spending. I, I have like this budget tracker, which we talked about on a previous episode. And let's just say the amount that I've spent on restaurants and food delivery in 2021 was egregious. It was, More it was, than some people's salaries. I, I, that, that's I'm, a bit I'm, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, <laughs> I don't think anyone, but it was way too much money. More than my student loans. That that may be true. But I was scared shitless when I got COVID the first time. Like, oh my God, like what if I'm never the same? What if I don't get, <laughs> which has actually happened to a lot of people months and months without their taste coming back. So I yeah. did all these Reddit remedies that I saw. Uh, there was a subreddit, which made me feel way better, which was like COVID positive, I think it was called. And it's people that are positive with COVID and just like talking through it either mentally what they what they're going through and especially with that other variant delta it was way worse so i looked up all these remedies how to get your taste and smell back so i was eating raw garlic raw ginger i was ordering like the spiciest curry available like on uber eats ice cream immediately after eating these things uh, which i normally would just do like in general but i can't taste so what's the point right (laughs) oh that sounds terrible no but the thing was your your taste buds right you're shocking them them yeah so you're you're shocking them with different sensory like i guess types of the food right so this is what people were doing then also over a flame blackening an orange and then eating it uh, which is huge. you did that i did that yeah <laughs> so that is um so i did all those things i i bought all these things again on GoPuff or on instacart or whatever 
Uh, GoPuff also had COVID tests too. Just shout out to GoPuff. Like we've been using yeah. the hell out of GoPuff. Holy They're crap! Awesome. I remember everyone was saying they couldn't find tests, and you were just ordering them off GoPuff yeah, left like, and right. Yeah, and then they get to my house in 15 minutes. Yeah, so awesome service uh, that we have down here in South Florida. I don't know how big they are, but anyways, yeah. So I did all those things, and I got my taste and smell back like after like three, four days. So I feel like an asshole because it makes me think of this moment of me just being selfish and annoyed. You know, the last time there was this COVID scare or like, you know, this, you know, like with Delta and like that spreading, um, you know, it hit our office and it hit our office pretty hard. Something around like, you know, 20 to 30% of our office got COVID. Um, And when it hit, it hit particularly a lot of the people around us and our team on the administrative side of the business. And, you know, I haven't been sick in a long time, so I forgot what it's like to be sick. And now just me being like, holy crap, I'm just glad to be alive and shit again. But I remember those days I was just like, I felt like I was coming into the office by myself and I'm just grumbling to myself. I'm like, God damn, everybody got COVID. I wish I had COVID too. So I didn't have to be here by myself and you know, whatever. And now I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so happy to just be in front of a computer and work and have meetings. I feel like, all throughout life, there were moments where you're like, oh, like, I would love to have a sick day, right? Like, just, like, have time chill. But then when you're actually sick, you're like, I would rather just have a normal day than, like, actually be sick, right? Yeah, for me, it's yeah. almost analogous to, like, when you're a kid and you'd see, like, the kid who, like, had broken their arm or their yeah. leg and everyone's signing their cast. And you're like, I want to be that kid who's having their yeah. arm signed. They're the center of attention. I, I've never felt that way. I've yeah. never thought that a broken limb would be uh, I, I more don't beneficial. Think, uh, than I just feel like maybe not. some people have thought that. I'm trying to relate I'm, to the audience. Sorry, you know? sorry. Um, I've never broken a bone uh, in my life. So that is, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm just touting this to the audience and not relating with the audience at all. Um, I've also uh, never gotten cavities for, for touting really? stuff. Wow, yeah. interesting. That is, yeah. uh, I would have not guessed that. Yeah, especially with my sweet tooth or whatever, I'd be eating weird shit. Oh, yeah. Shit. I mean, I've had loads of cavities, I'm sure. Especially when I was younger, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I still got the sweet tooth. But, Nafis, I, I think, so we figured out how the hell you are. I'm doing good. You're doing great. Very short answer. <laughs> Thanks for being very, very quick and to the point No problem. There. Uh, but one of the things we also do is we tell some new listeners about the show format. I mean, we're not to be technical. Obviously, we go over some tech stuff, but but give the layout for maybe we got some new listeners. It's a new oh. year. Come, come on in. Listen, baby. What do we got for the people? For you oldies, you already know what it is. It's been 31 episodes. You yeah. guys know the format. But for our new guest... So we usually start out similar to this, quick little intro, then we hop into typically some follow-ups from either previous topics from different episodes, or we're talking about maybe different polls that we have on social media or Instagram, and then from there we kind of go into our trending tech. Uh, Usually if Gary's on board, he jumps us into a beautiful segue into that portion of the podcast, and then we end with a heavier topic usually, and this time around that topic... We call it meaty. I usually say meaty, but I always say meteor. And then I always feel like it sounds like the word like meteor, like a comet or something falling. And I've I'm, never thought that, but now I'm never not going to oh. think that. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I felt very self-conscious about it. So now heavier topic for this week is going to be about podcasts wrapped. 
for not to be technical. That's right, baby. You had heard of Spotify wrapped. You've heard of all the other wrapped. Every company's been copying Spotify. We talked about that in a previous episode. We have a not to be technical wrap for 2021. We're going to share some insights, some data about you guys, who listens, how they listen, yeah, you how you're consuming. Yeah, all you losers that are still listening to us, which is quite a lot. We appreciate it. But yeah, there's some data that we have available. We thought it'd be cool to share that at the end here as our meteor heavier topic. But like you said, we do have some follow-ups. Uh, one of the things we typically have in follow-ups, which we do not have right now, we've been slacking. We have COVID. Give us a break. Or we had COVID, rather. Uh, we usually have a lot of polls. Uh, we've had a lot of polls about how I used to be heavier uh, recently. We've had polls about random other things. He's still heavy. I'm still uh, yeah, you got some COVID uh, weight. Holiday weight. COVID thick weight. boy weight. Yeah, you know, I'm working on it, dog. But you know what? You're we not haven't working had, on we it. Haven't He's had, still eating sweets. Yeah, stop putting sweets. He, he literally hides sweets so I can't find them, which I <laughs> ask him to. And then, which he thought was ridiculous at first, and then now he sees why. Oh, yeah, I know. And then I also still feel bad when you want them. And I'm yeah. like... I'm so I just give in. I don't want to get help. Oh yeah, you're you're, you're not at all the stern like. <laughs> yeah, let's see you be like a stern pet owner, like parent in the future. Like you're, oh no, oh yeah, you could have that. Yeah, for sure. But no, so we haven't had polls lately. Uh, those are coming back strong, baby. Don't worry, we're gonna have polls. Uh, we might come up with poll ideas on the fly here. Novice, help me think of poll ideas as we're talking. Uh, um, it doesn't have to be right now. I'm just saying in general. I, I could see you trying to come up with a poll. That's not what I mean. Getting constipated thinking about it. Well, that that's good. Okay, well, but we do have one very quick follow-up. On our last episode, we talked about how uh, airlines are freaking out because 5G is coming out. And I'm still not sure exactly why, but... Man, those 5G radio C band uh it's something, signals something about the frequency is going to they're concerned about it messing with their instruments. Yeah, their instruments. Like I can't imagine it would make a plane like, you know, crash, but who knows? Maybe maybe 5G is that powerful. Who knows? So <laughs> all I'm thinking about is like all I've seen is like pictures of cockpits that yeah. have got all these dials and stuff. And just imagine 5G comes out, all the dials are just going left and right. And then, and yeah, wrong. all the pilots are going nuts. Like, oh no, like what do we do? <laughs> but no, AT and Verizon or AT and T and Verizon, they were supposed to roll this out. They had it was January 6th or so, I, I believe, which is when they were going to roll out 5G nationwide. They now. In light of this issue said, you know what, guys, we hear you. We're going to push back 5G cellular signal for two weeks. That's so, the funniest thing. Like two weeks is not any time. Like, like what are they? What are the? What are they going to do in two weeks? Who's doing this? For like an airline, it's going to take two weeks for them to get a decision from yeah. like upper management to do something. Yeah. So yeah, two weeks. Like boardroom meetings. Like what are they? I don't. I, I don't know. We we obviously are ill informed here, but. Just so everyone knows, don't panic. The airlines all have two weeks to figure out <laughs> figure oh. out this radio signal. Um, so 5G is still rolling out, don't get me wrong. But around airports is where it's going to be, uh, I guess, not rolled out. So if you live near an airport, we kind of live near an airport. We ain't getting 5G. So Very important news. Very, very important follow-up. Uh, we need to come up with more polls. I like that follow up a little bit more personally. We'll get we'll get those polls coming out here. Yes, maybe polls for people who um, are if there's people who th- who are concerned about five G's effect on their health. Oh, that's um, a good poll. I like that. Yeah, maybe Let me write that down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good. Very good. I see the Apple pencil in action. He, he's writing yeah. so fast. 
Well, in uh, other news, there's been about 4.5 million U.S. workers that quit their jobs in November. And if there is a particular podcast host that could also maybe uh, quit their job. Me? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. we all could. No, uh, so yeah, so you're talking about Gary Mann. Uh, if he, you know, was no longer in the accounting world, he could finally come back to podcasting, which is certainly more lucrative. So much more lucrative. It's much more lucrative. But this is a very interesting stat. So we've talked somewhat on previous episodes, supply chain shortage in a lot of different ways, which is has to do more with logistics, materials available, chips, for example, right? But then there's a work shortage. And a lot of the work shortage goes to jobs that had lower pay or historically lower pay. Fast food is a huge example here, right? And high labor, you know. Yeah, in labor, right? Now the quitting rate has gone to 6.9% in the food sector, right? So that's huge. That's double like what the normal average was or the highest average was in September. So now it's 6.9% food workers. That's a lot of... So those percentages might sound low just because they're single digits, but that's a ton of people. That is obviously millions of people. That's what that number was, 4.5 million. That means that people are finding other ways to make more money, whether it is things such as like Uber Eats or DoorDash even, right? That are paying more. Or they're just finding other opportunities online. There is a lot of different ways, especially with remote working, where people are figuring out how to get online education, certificates, how to do things remote. There's remote jobs available on Upwork for all types of skill levels that are paying quite a bit. I've heard a ton of people, like just even just close colleagues of mine, people who have switched from being in the medical field, grabbed some sort of tech boot camp, and now they're doing like some sort of you know, coding development job, something that was completely out of their wheelhouse and transitioned. And now they're happier than ever. So I think it's like, yeah, it's that combination of just like, I think it comes down to like, um, I think a lot of people would point this finger at like, like millennial people or like this generation, but it's like, it's about happiness and people want to find some level of purpose, but also have some work-life balance and be able to do the things they want to do, but also make a living that seems reasonable. Yeah, Absolutely. And we talked about on our last episode too, uh, about like annual performance reviews, right? And kind of how that all works and like uh, gauging how happy an employee is. There's a lot of people that I, I think, and you see it a lot, especially on LinkedIn and there's articles about it where it's like the, I forget the actual term it is, but it's like the wave of people quitting or, or re- attrition. The, it's like, the, I think the great resignation. Oh yeah. yeah the great resignation, <clears throat> I think is the term that came up instead of depression, they put resignation And it's for people leaving jobs because of culture, not being happy, uh, work-life balance. So the millennial thing that you're talking about. Yeah. So while this number is largely contrived from, you know, the jobs you're talking about, fast food, government sector, it's happening a lot in just general business, marketing, tech as well. And people are just moving around and companies have to be much more progressive, much more flexible, uh, remote working, especially too. So All of those things are definitely contributing to this high number we saw here, but this is not going to help with supply chain or supply chain issues at all, right? Because of all the opportunities that are outside of these quote unquote lower level jobs that are still crucial to the supply chain, right? So it's definitely going to be noticeable. It's been noticeable in a lot of different ways. I wonder what it's going to take to kind of recoup this, right? 
So for fast food particularly, we've seen a lot more companies offering higher wages already, benefits, especially in like, you know, tech-driven cities. Like I was in San Francisco and I think I saw In-N-Out Burger was offering like $22 an hour in some cases. You know, you get a bonus up front, benefits, things that I was going to say that yeah. sounds like a lot, but like... It's, in San Fran, it's, it's still not. not. But like, like, but this is happening too, like yeah. outside of there, right? Like in Florida too, like they're offering a lot more signing bonuses. Like we talked about Taco Bell. That's actually that pretty too. nuts. Like, yeah, signing bonuses unheard of. Yeah. yeah, unheard of. So they're doing a lot to try to get people back in there. Walmart, remember they were educating people too in terms of paying for college education. We talked about that. So they're going to need to do a lot of this to kind of get people back. But they also have automation in the mix, right? Like if people. Or these companies like, okay, people are quitting. They might push, you know, robotic work as well a little bit more. You already Please. see it with ordering. Uh, so it's we've had that experience yeah. with Popeyes in a previous episode too, yeah. where we just went was to great. a tablet. Food came out real fast. Tiny storefront. So it may balance out in some ways as long as people continue moving to the tech-driven jobs, where you know, is that as long as that sector keeps growing then the, the labor doesn't grow. It, it can balance out. But it's definitely being shown now. A lot of people are leaving for various regions. But the supply chain, that's an issue that continues to affect tech, things of that nature. And maybe it's gone too far because it is now affected. We talked about how it affected, I think, cream cheese on a previous episode, no. which you know people were actually in New York going nuts about what I mean, I don't really care that much about cream cheese, but Ikea, I do care about. I do like Ikea as a company. Um, I do like a lot of their products. I know that they get a bad rep for things, but they're known for being very cheap because they have optimized their supply chain quite well. But this is how bad the supply chain is now. Ikea is upping their prices on average for everything by 9%. Which is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. And it's and they are very transparent in everything they do financially. And that is genuinely the number that they need to recoup the losses for supply chain issues. So this isn't something that they would do lightly. You know, like, sure, yeah, yeah you can think they're making more revenue, but they probably are hurting more by doing this or, or what led them to do this, rather, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and they've been hurting for a while because I remember I when I was building my standing desk, I purchased like a, a tabletop or more of like a countertop for yeah. like my desk itself that I drilled in and like super cheap, yeah. but it took over a month just to have it shipped or whatever to my house. Plus the shipping costs, like that made it more expensive than it really should have been. And, um, in a similar note, we've been trying to get a fucking dining table and like yeah. everything we keep looking up is gone. Yep. And yep. the thing is the most recent thing I would say is your fault. We could have ordered that one. But honestly, not even a big deal that that went out of stock. We didn't even like it that much. We were just getting desperate at this point. It was my fault. I say it was your fault. Yeah, you wanted to look at it. You want, You said you wanted to look at more things on Ikea than we held off for like a day. I, I thought you wanted to look at more too. I thought you said you had stuff you wanted to put in the car. No, I knew. I told you I had this rug that I wanted to add to the car. I knew exactly what it was. Oh, I only heard that today. Oh, sure. oh. I, yeah. I, I thought you were like browsing more and stuff. Okay, oh, no, well, I knew exactly what I was. Miscommunication. Oh, I was we, waiting on you, actually. So I actually thought I it was more you. I thought it was, oh, my God. this is So we could have had the table. Very good. Supply chain issue. Communication Fucking issue. hilarious. Well, anyways, yeah, Ikea's, their, their supply chain issues are, are not looking too good right now. My rug is still in stock. All right, well, you got to get the fucking rug. Who cares? I don't even care about the rug. All right, well, then we'll... 
If anyone has a table, please let us know. We're looking particularly in a mid-century modern style. A lighter wood. You know, I don't know what you would call it. Maybe maple-esque. I have no idea. Uh, maybe an acorn. You know, a- <laughs> Made of acorns. <laughs> yes, please. But you know, so Ikea, they're, they're maybe not doing well supply chains, not doing, you know, they have to up their prices. But you know what company is doing quite well now? Just give me one guess. Microsoft. They, they are probably doing very That's a great guess. They, they must be doing well. Apple. That's the one I was looking oh. for. Wow. It's almost like you looked at the agenda for the <laughs> podcast. Crazy. But yes, Apple is doing so well that they are the first company to actually be valued at $3 trillion. I thought something else was already valued at $3 trillion. I guess I'm not in the know. I mean, yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Are all of these headlines wrong? I'm, uh, I don't know. You want to fact check everyone? No. I believe it. I just thought that there's already something at $3 trillion. Yeah, anything suspicious about that to you? $3 trillion now? So for Apple, no, yeah. not at all. Like, I'm not surprised. It's kind of like... Yeah. I, I think maybe a headline I read in the past might have been something about which company is going to hit $3 trillion uh, first. Okay. Maybe between like Amazon, Apple, and... Yeah. yeah um, and imagine if like all the other things that are probably in the works take off. Like, you know, they're probably going to have folding phones some point this year, next year. Uh, they got their car project we talked about on a previous episode. They make a smart car. People go nuts for that. Oh, yeah, for sure. AR glasses. I mean, there's so many things that they have barely just scratched the surface for that could easily make that valuation. And like what up. their current product lines are yeah. just so consistent. And yeah. they just like, and, and we talked about this in previous episodes yeah. about like thinking about iPads, MacBooks, and iPhones. Yeah. But the thing that's so big these days is the wearables. The Apple Watch, yeah. the AirPods, like, they got it all. And honestly, they they have me on a leash. I remember I went on a run, I lost an AirPod, and I was like, I guess I'm going to go replace it. And that's one of the fastest things I've ever replaced. Before I keep going, I can go on for ages about this. Not everything with Apple has been the best experience. And most notably, it's been one of their newer devices. Um... I wouldn't call it a wearable, but it's the Apple AirTag. There's a lot of news lately about the risks of AirTags. And and can you just give for the audience kind of like an overview of what an AirTag is? We've talked about it previously. So an AirTag is like this small device about the size of a quarter. um, And it's a Bluetooth enabled device that also has GPS that's yeah. sole function is really to help you locate your specific items. Mm-hmm. So I keep one on my keys so I can find them if they're lost in the house. Uh, I used to keep one in my wallet, um, but I'll add more to that story in a little bit as we kind of continue. Yeah. And I think the thing that make, makes these so powerful, first company that really got big doing this is Tile. And we talked about this on one of our first episodes, like two or three or something. Still like that. Maybe it was my one. Gripes about I don't that. know. Yeah. So Tile was the innovator in like, oh, I can't find something. It'll ping my thing and you can hear it, right? So the reason why this is so popular with AirTags, one, it's an Apple product, so people already kind of love it just because of the functionality and how it fits in the ecosystem. But the AirTags use every iPhone around or Apple device around with the Bluetooth to locate things. So Tile can't do that, right? Because it doesn't have access to all of Apple's devices and networks and Bluetooth. So this makes it such an effective way to track lost items. So that's why we have them. We love them. They're very good. On your phone, you could just say, hey, Siri, find my wallet and it'll do it. You know, so there's a lot of, you know, positives to it. But there's been a lot of negatives recently. 
And I think that's kind of the news that's really been out there in office where people are using these for things that aren't so nice to do, a little creepy perhaps. A little malicious trying to... um, So what's funny is like the first thing I think about in this aspect is uh, I have a work colleague of mine, a couple of them, and you know, we... You know, we got together and we purchased some air tags, just like you and I had originally. Yeah. Like you can um, buy a four pack discounted. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you save five dollars each, whatever. So and it's easy to ask people around and see, hey, yeah. do you guys want air tags? So I did this with a work colleague and she said, Yeah, I want this air tag because I want to maybe cut a hole into my son's book bag, drop it in there, sew it back up, and know where he is at all times. And um for those that might be concerned, I have checked in with her and she has not done it, but I'm willing to help her whenever she's ready to do so. Um, but on that note, that's happening to people, but not with their children, but with people that are being preyed on. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like a young child, while like it's debatable if that's it good depends how do, you know I how mean, old they are, right? Like, yeah, I mean, like elementary age, perhaps, right? Yeah, but I would say where it's really become an issue is. Uh, unsolicited tracking of adults, right? So let's say you could do the same thing. You you go on a date with someone and maybe you you put it in their car. Who knows? I have no idea. Like people can do whatever with it. They can put it, just like you said, maybe in a purse, they can do it. So this is happening more and more. And now the issue initially was upon release, you can only, I have an air tag and let's say I put it in your book bag and you didn't mm-hmm. know, right? And so at all times I can open up the app in my, my phone, like find my, and see where you're located. You, no one else would know, right? That's, it's very covert. It's as small as the size of a quarter. So now what Apple has done to help with the unsolicited tracking is if the AirTag is away from the device that set it up, which in this example would be my phone, for a certain period of time, it will actually beep in the AirTag. So this is a good feature. Absolutely. You, you, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So there'll be a beep. So maybe our colleague, there may be an issue there if it beeps, <laughs> you know, in the backpack. But yeah, maybe the kid will never find it. So as who knows, maybe the kid will listen to this podcast and be like, hey, is that my mom? I have no idea. But there has been, though, a little bit of conflict because people say the beep is not loud enough. It's just a very subtle beep. Uh, I mean, it, and, you can't and, have loud speakers and, on there. And, and that's the thing yeah. is like, I can attest to this. So I've, um, so one, I've used it inside of a home and typically it's been no big deal, right? They've got the sound and a couple of times where I'm not exactly sure where it is. Um, the air tag has this interface with some newer iPhones. I believe it's 11 and above where you can almost have like this sort of like, like hot, cold signal where you can, it'll kind of tell you how many feet away it is and you can walk towards something. And I think it's within 30 feet or something. So that's helped me find it in my book bag or something. Yeah. I couldn't really hear it. Now, more recently, I had my, my uh, wallet stolen. And I thought this was nuts. Because when this was stolen, like it, I noticed it very quickly. I was with my girlfriend. We had left like the T-Mobile store because I was trying to pay off my iPhone. I guess it fell out of my pocket or something strange. I feel like the T-Mobile representatives honestly took it. It just seemed all very strange. Within a minute, I had turned back around and 
No one can find it. Yeah. I'm pinging it. I don't hear it. It was nowhere to be found. I think it still is telling me it's at the T-Mobile store at this moment. I feel like whoever had taken it or whatever, I just like took the air tag off, threw it in the fucking bushes and then started charging my card. Um, yeah. So what's interesting there, a few things. So one, I think on the front end of what you said there, the functionality where it's like the hot and cold and the find my app, you can see where things are located, then you can ping it, right? Super helpful if you're controlling the air tag. Yes. So this is where the problem is when someone is being sneaky or creepy or just uh, tracking someone, right? Is the person being tracked has no control. They can't use that app. They can't use the hot cold. So Apple's response was if it's away from the main device long enough, it'll have that little beep, which is not that audible because the apps and the hot cold tracking, everything we just mentioned, that's supposed to be the primary way to find the air tag if you lose yeah. something. That's, I think, the biggest issue is and that functionality is not available to someone being tracked. And... To add to that, you'll only know what that sound is, too, if you own an AirTag. Yes, that's a and, good point. And, and sounds like that matter because, mm-hmm. you know, like one... If you may you, think it's your phone, right? just like because, making a weird noise. Exactly. Yeah. You, you could be, hey, like, hey, what's what was that weird noise? And if it stops really abruptly or it does it a couple times, like a second or two, boom, it's gone and you... You just stop questioning it because your attention span goes away. Now, one, I have an AirTag and I have Apple devices, so I know what it sounds like. That doesn't mean that Apple device, people who own Apple devices know what that sound sounds like. And then that also goes to Android device users that don't know what that sounds like. And I make this distinction um, purposely because if you have an Apple device, uh, like an iPhone or something, and you have an AirTag around you that's not yours... It's going to notify you. So um, my example is like, you know, when Charlie and I, you know, go out to different places, which we're around each other often, um, it will ping me and tell me, hey, there's been an air tag that's been around you for a certain amount of time. And then they'll even give you a map of like where it's been following you and stuff. So you can be um, checking in on whether you have one or if somebody's following you. For the circumstance of an Android device, that wasn't available to them until recently yeah and so what's interesting is you are an android user and let's just say somebody does this to you where you're being unsolicited track or uns- yeah, whatever you're, you're being tracked with an air tag you won't get that notification office just talked about what apple has done and i will say in apple's defense it is probably very hard to have an Android app that can do the same functionality and work together and like to do that, especially since it's built off of like Apple's devices and Bluetooth, but they released an app which will allow you to use your Android phone to see if an air tag is nearby, which is a direct response to being, you know, tracked, you know, in an unsolicited manner. Right now, yeah, the problem I feel like with that, like just to jump into it. Like- yeah. It seems like one with Apple, like they had to have a collaboration with Google or Android, you know, like in some fashion. And it's not like Google could have said no, because then it would have just came back on them in some way or form. Right. It's already been unleashed into the universe. Like there's been millions of these things already sold and they have to kind of be involved to be like, hey, like it's going to reflect poorly on someone at some point. It is. So it's the only solution they can probably do, but it's just not good enough, right? Because someone has to be suspicious or alerted to the fact that they may be tracked by an air tag. It's such a specific use case. Uh, a lot of things need to align for that app to yeah, be thought you have of. To even known know about. that it exists. Yeah. I, I didn't know. It ex- know. Yeah. I didn't know before we did research for this, right? Like, right. I mean, 
to be fair, we're not Android users, but I doubt Android users are really privy to this. Why would they need to be? It's such a a, a unique circumstance. So, Baraka, we're talking to you. Yeah, one of our colleagues and one of our top expert podcast listeners, Baraka, uses an Android. He's one of the few Android users we know. Uh, we love them, but now you know about this app. You can see who's who's tracking you. Someone's, someone's tracking got a, you. Someone's got an AirTag on you, my man. You can find out. But I did not forget about the second part of your story there for AirTags, which is how it was stolen at T-Mobile, uh, which I want to call out was in Pompano Beach, Florida. Uh, it might be that T-Mobile store specifically in that area. You know, it might be a little, mm. you know, I don't know. But I know you mean. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, they, someone definitely stole it there. But it, it actually unlocked a memory for me I had not remembered in ages. Uh, well, I guess ages isn't right. This happened in like 2019 or something. So That's not that long ago. It's not. I know. That's why I quickly corrected myself. Uh, you're absolutely right. It feels like ages ago. It's been a long year or two or three or seven. My ex-girlfriend, uh, the one that I referred to in episode two, the, the one on Strava, it was one evening we went to, and this was pre-AirTag era, we went to, I believe, uh, the luxurious store TJ Maxx. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A little TJ Maxx trip. Why? I have no idea. Now, a couple interesting things with this evening. One, going to TJ Maxx Park. We're walking there. There is a riot outside TJ Maxx. So this, like, like the store adjacent to TJ oh, Maxx. Okay. Like, so what? this is already a weird trip to TJ Maxx. Like, why is there a riot? There's, like, a protest it's, it's this big shopping plaza. It has tons of stores. It's You know this plaza. It has Trader Joe's. It has Best Buy. Mm-hmm. It's like very big plaza in the area. Nice plaza, right? So outside this sports store, there's this huge protest. Michael Vick is there signing autographs. Uh, I'm not sure if you are aware who Michael Vick is. He, um, you he might like like a, like something with dogs and exactly. Yeah. So even you, the non-sports yeah. fan, has heard about this. Yeah, he was a pro quarterback, one of the greatest at, at that time. Went to jail because he was in dog fighting rings or supporting it or hosting it or whatever it was. <laughs> then came back and played again after you know he he paid his time. He did his time. Yeah. He did whatever. You know, of course, like he was probably forced to, but you know, I, I don't speak to like whatever the morality behind it, yeah. but he came back, but he was going on a tour, like signing memorabilia, whatever at sports stores, right? So there's a protest going on next door for Michael Vick, like against him, like, you know, whatever, like the dog, like people was protesting the dog stuff still. So, you know, I, I don't know why, but it was already a weird night. I was like, okay, there's already cops here. <laughs> like whatever, this is odd. I didn't expect it at night. I thought this was whole time in the afternoon. Oh no, this was like probably like 8 p.m. Oh wow. 8, okay. 8 p.m. at TJ Maxx. <laughs> so walk into TJ Maxx, things are normal. Got the cart. You know, she has a purse, of course. Purse is in the cart. I don't know what was happened, but we were in this aisle in the cart. We were in an aisle and the purse is in the cart behind us. And then we look back, the cart's still there. Purse is gone, right? So we noticed this pretty quickly. So, you know, we're looking all around. I alert the employees. Uh, and this is also very close to closing time. I alert all the employees they're all going like, you know, they're acting like whatever, you know, I'm standing near like the door to making sure no one's like, you know, leaving whatever, like with the purse. Yeah. And then I remember there's a whole ass protest and cops watching outside. So I get a cop, I get and So we had already spent a lot of time in the store talking to all the employees, looking for this, asking for security footage, talking to the manager. They're saying like it couldn't be looked at till the next day. There was like this whole thing. Right. 
Dude, that's so, not how that shit works. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't so know. Annoying. They said like someone with the key will be in at the morning that can look at security footage. Like it, it was a whole thing. But then I get the cops involved, right? As soon as I get one of the cops from the Michael Vick protest going on outside to come in and start talking to the manager, all of a sudden the purse shows up on a random shelf very close to where we were and it was not there before. And I'm 100% certain. So for sure... An employee took it, yeah. and then when the cops got involved, uh, the purse was then put back, and that was it. So that was, uh, I don't know why you unlocked that memory for me. It wasn't that long ago, but moral of the story, store employees be stealing shit too, dog. I 100% yes, believe they do. They, they be stealing too. stuff, and then they'll be, oh, we have no idea. Maybe someone took it while you're in there, a customer, whatever. So T-Mobile of Pompano and TJ Maxx of Plantation, Florida, or Davey, I don't know. We're, we're looking at you. Yeah, we know. We, we know, know, we know you guys. I caught the ones at TJ Maxx or the cops that are Michael Vick did. I'm not sure who to attribute that to. T-Mobile, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, Noff. You, that, that air talking, well, it's gone. That's, that's a bummer. My air tag still pings in that area. I still look at it from time to time, and it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, someone probably just tossed it out of the wallet, like outside yeah. of T-Mobile. I can maybe get that air tag back, whatever. You could. You want to go do that? Maybe. Actually, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> I would do it. I'll, I'll go with you. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. That sounds good. We'll do it right when we're done with this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That just unlocked another memory for me. Oh, there God. was like this, like, I'm going to use this as an adjective, and I'm sorry that I am. I apologize to my listeners. But I'm going to say a schizophrenic homeless man who just seemed to be talking to himself, walking around, who was just happened to be in the same area. Wait, wait, hold on. Why are we apologizing to our listeners for that? I don't know. I don't know, like mental health stuff. Oh, okay. I'm know. sorry. Continue. I, uh, I, I don't apologize for the record uh, to our listeners for that. Uh, Go uh, ahead. There's this crazy homeless man just <laughs> who happens to be around this Pompano Beach T-Mobile that it, it had come up to me, um, which I would mention quite aggressively a couple times yes. until I was like, you need to go away, like, uh, sir. You know, because usually you can ignore someone but like this person was quite aggressive and i remember like i had i had come back searching for this person yeah <laughs> did not find it I, and highly doubt that he was involved honestly i have full confidence it was someone at, at the, the store store but still a suspect. Yeah. Still and and suspect. part of the reason why is because I asked for some help in regards to like this return of a phone or the whole process yeah. that I got zero fucking help from this T-Mobile store. And then I went to another one in a different city and got it completely taken care of. Like no problem. Like moral of the story. Function. Don't do anything in Pompano beach, Florida. Just get out of there. Just get out of there. As it soon is, as you can. Yes. There's a red flag that you're there. Already. Very much a big red flag, but do you want to move on to another trending tech topic, which has nothing at all to do with what we've talked about? Uh, actually, it has, um, all right, I'm going to pose a question. Like, this is very interesting. So start I'm, over. Yeah, no, no, I'm actually not going to start oh, over because this is something that interrupted me. I, I knew what I was going to say for trending talk, but um, I, so I'm on my iPad looking at the agenda and I just received a text, a text message, which says I'm conducting research. Do you think that you are? Oh my god! I'm, I always pronounce this word bad. Uh, misogynistic. Misogy- yeah, you said that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah misogynistic. Okay. Yeah, from a, a person that I went on a couple dates with a while ago, 
Which very random. I no, I don't think I am. That that means what? You hate women? Yeah. Or uh, like I don't know, look down on I I'm gonna that. respond no. Why the hell are you asking me that? <laughs> I would say knowing you, Charlie, I I think you're you're very much not misogynistic. Uh, I also said, do you think I am? Yeah, I, that's a good good follow up question. I hope we get answers uh, very quickly here. That would be uh, interesting. But yeah, that that's why I was I was thrown uh, off. I was like, uh, what? Yeah, I was like, you, you stumbled there a little yes. bit. Yes, so, yeah. So <laughs> maybe we'll have an update in a moment here on, on that. But no, the the next trend is <laughs> topic. <laughs> I, I really hope we get a, an update. <laughs> um, is of course Tesla. Uh, you know, we we talk about Tesla quite a bit uh, on the podcast. You know, I, I am a very happy Tesla owner, and I'm also very happy to see that in Q4 of 2021 they had a record-setting quarter. Let's uh, go. They delivered. This is pretty crazy. 936,000 electric vehicles to people that have ordered them. Uh, which is the highest they've done so far. Uh, And despite recent news, too, that 475,000 of their vehicles are being recalled right now. And these are, uh, I think, Model S and some Model 3s that were created created, uh, between uh, 2017 and 2020, I believe. So I'm safe, which I'm most important about, or, or which I'm most concerned about. Uh, but the the recall has to do with like a rear, you know, camera facing thing. I won't get into the recall. But despite that, they still had a record setting quarter, and their stock is booming right now. So I, I think what this really, the reason why I want to bring this up for trending tech is one, they're smashing projections that you know investors, analysts have put out there. Uh, EVs are continuing to grow more Especially and more during this time of yeah. supply chain issues. Yeah, and and what I'm seeing too is someone that drives one now is it really is so accessible to have an EV because one of the things that kind of concerned me is the charging aspect of it. Right. And now that I've got into the cadence of charging and I don't have like a charger port built in at home, like in my garage that like supports fast charging, like the charging that you need, but, but like to really do it quickly, but even with like the most basic wall charger, uh, like unless you're driving like an insane commute every day, like you really don't need much more than that standard wall charger that comes with it. And also there's charging stations everywhere now. So I think these numbers support a few things. One, the interest in EVs, the lower cost of a Tesla, which compared to other luxury vehicles is way cheaper. Um, you know, I never looked into cars too much before a Tesla, but I was surprised at what I'm paying versus what people are paying for what I perceive is the same level of luxury in a gas powered car. It's insane, the, yeah. the, the value that you get. So these numbers only speak to that. Uh, and Tesla stock is still booming and valued very high despite negative things going on at the same time. So I, I think it's very exciting for EVs in general. I, I do think we will have some more EV episodes in the future. I know that there's some people you may want to bring on even to as a guest to talk about more, just the state of EVs and where that's going. So I, I think it's a very exciting thing. I'm glad to see numbers like this come out. Yeah, I mean, it really is just starting to show that EVs are the way to go. If you've heard the podcast in the past, you already know my thoughts on it. But if you don't, I mean, I am consistently amazed by Charlie's car. Just like simple things like doesn't make any noise. Some people like that. They like the sound of the car or whatever. It's just quiet. I like that. I like the fact that it 
has like like the greatest suspension ever. We're just driving over stuff. You don't feel, it just always feels like a smooth ride. I think that more than anything. And it's not like it's the highest end Tesla, right? If anything, it's like you didn't get a cheap one. You didn't get one that didn't have some, you know, tricked out stuff, but it is not the highest end by Mm -hmm. any means. And comparatively to what you mentioned before, like higher end gas powered vehicles, I just feel like so many just don't compare. It yeah. seems ridiculous in yeah. terms of the experience. The safety features are great. You pay nearly nothing for charging and no gas. I mean, it's it, it, it's great that it's growing. Other automobile manufacturers are, are trying to jump on board with every single one essentially doing it now. But I do have an update from the text messages. Oh, yes. I asked, do you think that I am? And I got no, but toxic and egotistical a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Is, you think I'm toxic and egotistical? A bit. Uh, yeah. A bit. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you want to expand or you just want to say yeah? Um, I'll take, I can take negative feedback. So for the toxic part, I, I don't want to say toxic in terms of, um, I think of almost like this Instagram page called Hoodville. If you don't know what it is, then check it out and and read some of the weird. It's like, it's got like memes of future where he just says like, it's like quotes of like terrible things he would give as suggestions. You're not any like, you know, you're not what I would call ever um, the term fuck boy. Right. But what I'd like to say is you do, it's almost just like who you are as a person. You're quite direct. Yeah. You're always very direct with your line of questioning. If you're, interested in knowing something yeah you're almost like um it almost puts someone off guard because of how direct you are and that's probably one of the things i like most about you but on that same note i feel like you like to do what i call stirring the pot um i I do stir the pot (laughs) that that i know um similar to how i stir the pot as referred to in previous episodes where uh, i continue to you know engage in um you know, exes of Charlie's uh, through social media via liking posts, among other things. Well, I also asked some follow-up questions. Why are you conducting research and who are you asking? That's a very weird way to to phrase this question. I'm conducting research. Uh, You know, do you think that you are misogynistic, right? So she said, because I feel that men don't realize that they are inherently misogynistic. So I want to ask as many as I know if they think they are and see their answers. So far, we have four answers. Why? I think you could guess who this is if you really thought about it. Someone you engage with on social media. There's so many. I mean, I can give you a bunch of hints. I just, I don't know why it matters. There's so many. What the hell, dude? There's not that many. (laughs) There's so many. There's there's literally not. Uh, No, this person is um, an instructor of sorts. Ah, yes. Oh, wow. It makes perfect sense. It makes all the sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Can you ask her if uh, she thinks I'm misogynistic or egotistical? Do you think Nafis is misogynistic this is great content or <laughs> egotistical uh please respond promptly yes okay i, I put the request in oh i see typing oh, i see oh. typing the, absolutely not <laughs> yes let's go she does not know the real you the persona you put on a person <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's go. There's more typing. He could get a little toxic too, though, because he's a Sagittarius. She just followed up with starts drama for no reason. I do like to stir the pot too. You do be stirring <laughs> the pot, dog. Up oh, there's more typing. She she has many thoughts on this. Where you're like a little drama queen about it. And now I'm, she I'm, now she's going over. I, I'm not a little drama queen about it. Wait, she said that about you? Yeah. I also don't agree with That's that. That's not either. true. You you know I I know why she said that she just we, we want a couple she's days stirring the pot just, too you know she's stirring the pot why are you texting me <laughs> I'm just kidding no she's she's very nice uh, she is a friend maybe she's gonna, my friend yeah I can see here oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I guess I'm toxic a little egotistical you stir the pot but you know what we also do in office we run a goddamn podcast we do we run a podcast we ran it for. Half of 2021. More than that. And I got to say, we really appreciate the listeners. You guys came out. You made us a podcast. This is why we have so many episodes. Why we've done this nearly weekly. We continue to get listens. We get support. Uh, you all have been partly awesome. Partly because we're egotistical. Yeah. We, partly we, because we like to stir the pot. That's right. Um, you know, I'm a little toxic too. So, you know, I like to say toxic stuff on the podcast. But we got for you the not to te- be technical wrapped. You've seen Spotify wrapped. You've seen Pornhub unwrapped. You've seen all the different rap things, but we got the best one for you. So we're going to start off here with just some basic data that we get from kind of the back end system that we have that we utilize where we host the podcast. It gives us analytics, lots of data. So the first one is not surprising at all. We're going to look at our most popular episodes ever. So what this is looking at is the number of downloads and how many there has been. So I think it's interesting, too, and we're going to talk about this, is how people consume podcasts, right? So let's say you find a new podcast, and let's say maybe you're searching in Spotify or Apple Podcasts for stuff related to tech, and you come across us, and you've never heard of us before. Are you going to listen to the first episode, like you scroll all the way down to episode zero, or are you going to listen to the latest episode, or are you going to scroll through and find a topic that interests you in the headline? Those are all three very viable and very realistic options that people do. But from the data that we see here, uh, our first three to four episodes are our most downloaded episodes, uh, which makes sense. Episode zero is up at the top, our first one ever, which is Meet the Host. Episode two is our second most popular one, which I think is the first one that had Gary. It also had, I think, a a pretty – one of our our more – like when we first started getting a little bit more raw with some of our stories and things we were telling, uh, I definitely recommend that episode as like a true first episode of kind of what this podcast is about. Likewise. Yeah. But episode zero is kind of when we first started off. So it makes sense that people listen to it. I kind of wish that episode two was really our first episode in hindsight, but I don't want to change it. I, I don't think yeah. I like having it there. But I, I do wish there was a way. Episode, yeah. like the first episode, which is episode zero, is kind of dry. Because it it's us just like, we didn't know, we didn't have a show format. We yeah. were trying to figure things out. And we were just really just trying to get a recording out just to get started. Yeah. And uh, honestly, like comparatively to now, it's just dry. Yeah, it's, it's a very different tone too. It's very, um, I think we were trying too hard to be very professional plan, yeah. and like, Everything we said was kind of predicted, like too planned, right? Like, because yeah. we, yeah, we have agendas and stuff and we talk through things, but now we're just so much more comfortable just being ourselves and having a conversation. Then it, it was a little tougher. 
when we start to see some of the episodes that are not just the first ones that show up here, episode eight and episode 17 are the ones that stand out that I'm going to talk about here. Episode eight was the first episode where Gary really took over and he talked about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, which is something he's passionate about uh, in terms of investing in Bitcoin, uh, the future of Bitcoin and kind of just cryptocurrency in general. general. Uh, he did a lot of research before it. I highly recommend listening to it if you want to spend a good amount of time because it's a, a lengthy episode. Uh, but Gary put a lot of work in, in research into it and it shows by the amount of support that it got in downloads. Uh, but our most popular episode that I will say of all time, uh, given that you know episode zero is just our first one and people naturally will listen to it sometimes, is episode 17, what are NFTs with Steve Asoy? Uh, this was our first named guest on the show. We've had anonymous listeners, which join us from time to time. But Steve came in and really broke down NFTs in a digestible way, got us all excited about it. It's super easy uh, going person to talk to. I, I would like to have him on again for something. He definitely... Uh, can talk about NFTs again, but a lot of other things as well. In yeah, the technology quite an expert. Realm. And yeah. just among other things, he also hosts his own podcast. Yes. So shout out to his podcast, the Fire and Ice podcast. Yeah. And what I'd like to just follow up with what you mentioned, yeah. Charlie, is um, we consider it our most popular episode uh, based on one for the amount of time that it's been out. And then also the number of downloads that it garnered uh, within like the first 30 days That's as right. well. Uh, whereas, you know, episode zero in the first few had had plenty of more time, at least yeah. 17 to 18 weeks worth of time before this one. Exactly. Was yeah. So, yes, yeah, Steve's episode, episode 17, blew it out of the park in terms of when we released it in that first month, how many people listened to it. So that's a good point to make there. And that's all our data that we have, too. Uh, but Novice, do you want to get into some of the top apps used here? Yeah. So um, I think. I would like to think this is not surprising, but 48% of our listeners are on Spotify. Yeah. Um, actually, I do find it a little surprising. I think it would at least have been the majority. Um, I, it 51. should be higher. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little bit surprising to me. But yeah, Spotify is the top app when it comes to the listening yeah. platform of choice. Uh, next on the list, not surprising, going to be Apple Podcasts. Yep. Um, then from there, it starts kind of devolving into smaller things. Some, um, the funny thing is the next one um, actually has to do uh, with Apple and whether you... App tracking, right? App tracking. Yeah. So we discussed this in a previous episode. If you don't know about this, you might be a little bit out of the loop or not following just headlines in general, but Apple in a previous update, uh, I think in iOS 14, um, yeah. stopped or uh, provided the option to allow users to stop being tracked within their specific yeah. apps. And that's the pop-up that comes up and you can say allow app to track you or ask app not to track you, right? Exactly. Yeah. So we have a certain amount there that is unattributed unknown Apple apps. And that's 13%. For the amount of downloads we have, that's actually a huge number. Yeah, that's actually a big number. So I bet Spotify is actually above 51%. That makes sense. But... We have 13% overall downloads that just do not have any attribution, attribution to them yeah. because of people enabling that privacy setting. Yep. Um, then, you know, we've got some web browsers. Um, but what's funny to me is there's there, there's some random ones on here for me, which is yeah. like some people ask their Amazon Alexa to be like, hey, play not to be technical, which I've never done that. And I'm concerned that I might. No, I think oh. it's okay. Oh, hey, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Um, Our Alexa did not go off. Oh, now it might. 
Okay. It didn't go off. Great. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Yes. Um, but yes, um, there's things like that going on. Some people listen on iTunes. There's a lot of random small ones yeah. that I've actually never even seen before, like Pocket Casts. I know who Pocket Cast is. Uh, so you've got... It's one person. It's one person. Oh, that's yeah. a lot of downloads. All yeah. right. Let's go. Let's it's go. A, it's a teacher I know. Uh, a long-time listener, I yes, see. Yes, yes. Um, then I would have expected more listens. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even, me too, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, so one says Instagram. Um, so that's because in some cases it'll be like... From tr- like yeah, clicking, clicking on, on the link, link and yeah. it pulls you over. Because now we... Originally we couldn't post links and stories. Now we can. So I think sometimes it'll have like its own little web browser pop up. That makes sense. Yeah. And I like that. Hell yeah, let's go. Six people on Audible. Yeah, I saw that. I was about to mention that next. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, a bunch of random little weird ones here. Uh, Chromecast is interesting. That accounts for 1% of our listens. Uh, a, a decent mm-hmm. amount of downloads, though, honestly. But that's, yeah, people are still Chromecast. Some people are on TVs. Pandora. Some people are on a Sonos sound device. <laughs> Sonos sounds. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God, Pandora. You're right. right. Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, dying podcast platforms. Let's be real. Yeah. No There's a ton of just like obscure yeah. ones, but the platform that we use is essentially pushes it, our podcast, to yeah. everything that's available as far as podcasts go. It does not push it to YouTube, which needs to be manually uplaid, uploaded, which we may or may not be slacking. Yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. With well, YouTube. Yeah, 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 YouTube cannot be counted here. That yeah. has to be separate because yeah. they're not... Part of something called an RSS feed, which is how all of these different platforms, directories for podcasts, get your actual audio and then play it. And then we can get data back because there's tracking through it, right? Uh, YouTube, not the case. Nope. YouTube, it's a video. You look at the views on there. Totally different tracking. Totally different yeah. platform. Works differently. Um, but we can then next go into like um, an- another different yeah. cross-section, which is going to be more like devices. Yep. Unsurprisingly... 67% of downloads are attributed to Apple devices and specifically Apple iPhones. That's right. A lot of downloads. So we talk about Apple a lot. I mean, it, I think just in general, in, in the US at least, it, it seems like iPhones are the most popular phone. It, it's, you know, it, at least from people I meet, like I rarely meet someone that has an Android phone, but our podcast listeners are, are Apple users, 67%, which is a lot. And then Apple computers are 3%, and then Apple iPad it's is iPad. 1%, right? So if we put that all together, that's 71% of our downloads can be attributed to an Apple device, and unknown devices account for 2% of our downloads. So devices can be tracked a lot more easily than apps, yeah. right? Because even if you tell your iPhone, hey, I don't want Spotify to track me, uh, it still knows you're an iPhone. It's yeah. like, th- there's that level, right? There's because, some sort of like device. Because like it's an iOS app. Identifier, yeah. Yeah, iOS app for iPhone. So uh, you yeah. see, it's like just in... in OS-based. Exactly. But some other ones on there that are interesting, Office, if you want to go through, I, I think uh, the Windows computer is number two, right? Yeah, so Windows number two at 14%. Um, not surprised by that. I would expect that to be maybe people who are listening on Spotify on their computer. At work. Yeah. yeah. Totally makes sense. Um, next is going to be at 7% Android phones. Yeah. That is, um, it's, I don't know if I'm surprised or not at that number. I, I think I'm not surprised that iPhones just have such a high percentage of Apple devices in general. 
But even though it's seven percent, it's still a solid amount of downloads for us. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we we shit on Android a lot, just in, in jokingly. Uh, but there's always a hint of truth in every joke, you know, not to alienate those uh, listeners at all. But we do talk about Apple products a lot because our listeners are mostly yeah. using Apple products. So we're sorry, Baraka. Uh, we're uh. sorry, our other Android <laughs> users. But, you know, it's it, the data just shows that we got to kind of tailor to our target audience, you know, and that, that's kind of what we're doing here. That's how it goes. But you know what we will not be tailoring to uh, at coming in at a solid zero percent of our downloads uh, with two downloads is Google Chromebook. Oh, yes. Who the hell is loading up the Chromebook to listen to the podcast, dude? I mean, that's, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, are people still buying? Like, I know some people are buying Chromebooks. Like, they, Chromebooks for what they are, if anyone doesn't know, it's a Google-based computer. They're usually smaller in nature or, or just a little lighter because it, both in hardware size, weight, and also in the software, because it only runs essentially Google products, Google Chrome, Google oh Off, whatever, Google Docs, Google, all that stuff, right? So it's not Windows, it's not Apple, it's just Google stuff, right? To browse the internet mostly and have Android apps. Very interesting that someone downloaded it twice on there, but we will not be catering to Chromebooks, I don't think so. That's, oh, definitely yeah. not. Chromebooks can go to hell. Yeah. So we just talked about all these devices. What that equates to at a higher level is 76% of you all listen to us on a mobile device, 17% on a computer, 1% on smart TVs. Uh, so that would include like Chromecast and like Alexa, the like Amazon Fire kind of funny. stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, she heard me that time. And then Alexa, stop. Yeah, please stop. Stop. And then perfect timing 1% also listen on a device such as that. So that is uh, smart speakers. Very smart. Uh, but I want to get into the locations a little bit here, too. This may be very surprising. 90% of our listeners are based in the U.S. <laughs> no, but you know what might be surprising is that it's only 90, right? We have 1% of listens coming from the U.K. and another 1% from Germany. And the rest, because there's so many different countries that have listened, are all at 0% with like a pretty They're small all amount like of fractional down. amounts. Yeah, right? But... Damn, you, my family in Bangladesh really ain't showing out for me. They really aren't. I, they're, where are they on It's on the list. list. They're but they're not the even list. that high, man. Not, yeah. I guess India is in there higher. India is higher. Who's Nigeria in is higher. <laughs> now, what's funny is I've been slacking lately with marketing on Twitter and other platforms, just with everything going on in the holidays. But with a lot of these countries, I can remember specific cases where I was targeting or just promoting to various accounts with our podcast. Like I remember in the UK, I remember it was, it was like one day I just, I found all these UK accounts that were like listening to podcasts and like people that were interested in this stuff. And I started like getting in front of them. And I think that really is the reason why that's number two on our yeah. list. Right. But I also have a few other cases where I can remember. Oh, I do remember the Netherlands a little bit. Or in Canada, I tried to. Well, also. I'm disappointed. All those Nafis Ahmeds we followed on Instagram did not listen to the no, podcast. No, they really didn't. The Nafis Ahmeds, they may be the Indian listens, perhaps. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, they right. might be. Yeah, because a few, like, we do engage. Yeah, we've but, got some more Indian listeners. Yeah, in previous episodes, we talked about some of the marketing tactics that have been leveraged, <laughs> a little unconventional, such as following people with the same name as us, which only worked with Nafis Ahmed. Uh, Let's Char go. Let's Charlie Scholes, none of the Charlies cared. Gary Manns did not give a single shit. 
But Novus Amens, they came out pretty hard here. Novus, do you want to go over some of the cities, drill down a little bit more? So cities, unsurprisingly, the first couple are near our home base. Uh, 12% at Fort Lauderdale, 11% in Miami. (laughs) Disappointingly at 8%, it's going to be Pompano Beach. What's interesting is Pompano Beach is one of those cities where I think a lot of cities around Pompano Beach get aggregated under Pompano Beach. You think so, really? Yeah, so it's weird because I I grew up in a town called Margate and Coral Springs, which is next to Margate, both of them, I think, used to be Pompano Beach. Oh, okay. And so in some weird databases, particularly the United States Post Office, they still refer to some things as Pompano Beach. Like if you wrote that in an address, like if you had a Margate address in a different city, but you had Pompano Beach in there instead of Margate, it would still get there. It's like the zip code. It's, it's weird. So I think that could just be kind of like a tracking thing. Okay. Or we just have people that like to steal stuff uh, listening to our podcast. From uh, Pompano Beach. At least I would forgive them for yeah. that. But the next one's interesting. Danbury, Connecticut. Out of nowhere, but we know why. Yep. We do. So we talked about VPNs. I believe it was episode three. Uh, virtual private network. It masks uh, either a, a personal or professional network, your router, your Wi-Fi for security reasons, right? Our podcast is known at the job that Office and I work at our company. People listen to it, including the name Baraka, which we've mentioned now three times on this podcast. Expert so podcast. if Baraka decides to listen at work while he's grinding out some tasks or something like that, it's probably going to show up as Danbury, Connecticut, because I think our VPN uh, sometimes Max, uses that, that location. That in Ashburn, Virginia, which I is that clocks in at one percent. Beyond that, we have a lot of listeners in Tampa, Florida, Hollywood, Florida. Virginia Beach is an actual one. We know a few people in Virginia, uh, Arizona. We get Orlando, North Carolina, uh, different parts of Miami. Uh, New York, uh, clocking in, Denver, Columbus, Columbus, Ohio, coming through. Let's go. And then the first non-U.S. city. Frankfurt am Mann, uh, <laughs> Hesse, uh, which I assume is in Germany, which yeah, is our third most listened uh, city or in country, rather. Yeah, someone's out there. Let's yeah. go. And, and we can go. Th- there's a lot of really random weird cities on this list that don't have as many downloads. But all the ones we just mentioned actually have a lot of downloads as we go down. So very interesting. We're just the demographic is we're obviously South Florida based. So kind of our network, even people that we don't know that just kind of hear about from people makes sense. But there's a few big cities where we just randomly have been found yeah. out about too. That was all data from the podcast hosting, right? So we also have data specifically from Spotify, which again is where the primary platform or where the majority of people listen. So Spotify has some extra data here. So I'm going to go over uh, the first thing. Spotify obviously is known for music, right? So from everyone that listens to us on Spotify, these are the five most popular artists from you all, what you all collectively listen to the most. Number one, Ariana Grande. Let's go. Yes. Number two, Drake. Number three, Doja Cat. Nice. Number four, Kanye West. This one's my favorite coming up. Number five, Mariah Carey. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with you people? That might just be Gary listening to All I Want for Christmas uh, at all times of the year, which we found out recently that he does. The hell is wrong with you people? But we can get some demographic information too. Uh, Dobbs, do you want to go into Uh, Yes, the demographic information. So very important. Right off the bat, we're a male-dominated show. 65% of you guys are dudes. 
Yeah, on Spotify. On to, Spotify. That's right. Sorry. All the other platforms, you know. My bad. But you, if you take, if you know that Spotify is the majority platform people listen to, you can, you know, take that logic you can and apply it to most things. Yeah, exactly. 34% of our Spotify listeners are female. Let's go. Now, I didn't even realize you had these options for uh, whatever else is listed here. Uh, we've got less than 1% at um, non-specified, so I didn't know you could do that. But more um, surprisingly is around 1% <laughs> is uh, non-binary, which I didn't know you could choose that these days. I, I think most platforms, or if you do have to choose this, uh, or you have to choose gender, are including this now. I'm changing um, mine immediately. Very good. Uh, but we also do have aged uh, information, right? Um, yeah, sure. Let me zoom out of how deeply zoomed in I was. Oh, very good. I'm glad. It, do you want me to go over the age yes, information? Yes, please. Great. I didn't think it would take you that long. Oh, I totally skipped over. I see it's, a, it's above on the graph ahead. So, age. 85% of you guys are between 28 to 34. That's our age range. Yep. So not too surprising there. The next closest age bracket is going to be at 10% at 23 to 27. From there, it starts to drop off a little bit. Yeah, we have 3% at 35 to 44% and around 1% for the rest, uh, which is 45 to 59. 1% at 60 to 150 which yeah. is quite a range. Yeah, quite a range from Spotify. They're like, you know what? 151 and up, like, we're not going to track that anymore. But 150 to 60, I think we're good. Yeah, that, that's a bit ridiculous here. Lastly here, what we want to wrap up for you all. So social media. So I have been the social media marketer. Nafis has helped with content, particularly on Instagram. But for the most part, I've been the one pushing things on social media. So we're going to go over what we've achieved and what I would say is probably really four months of like actually marketing on there. And then the other months were us just making content and not really trying. Uh, I just got a lot of work and stuff that I had to do outside of the podcast. So I didn't try as much, but yep. I'm very pleased that I prefaced it with that because I'm very proud of these numbers because we have very engaged listeners, a lot of downloads. Uh, on Instagram, we have 561 followers. It's more than I have on my personal. Yeah, no paid promotion, nothing like that. Just people following us, uh, continuing to engage with us. We appreciate you all. Thank you all for that. Uh, on Twitter, 662 followers. Oh, uh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter's out here, dog. Damn. Yeah, I got to be tweeting a little bit more. Damn. Yeah, Twitter, we're out here. Now, some impressive numbers. <laughs> Uh, Facebook, which the only reason we really are on Facebook uh, is because obviously Meta owns Facebook and Instagram. There's direct integrations. When we post on Instagram, it'll go on Facebook. Same with our stories. We really appreciate the 17 people who have liked our page. Honestly, that, that's a lot. Than I would expect. That's a lot of people. Thank you, guys. That's very nice. Why don't you just follow us on Instagram, please? Yeah, please. Um, we also have the much touted yet nothing at all done TikTok account, which has now reached five followers with no content. So thank you all for that. That is. Uh, hey, let's go. Let's, I'll take it. Yeah, we, we will have TikTok content soon. We've been saying this for months, but it's 2022. I don't even maybe. think I follow our TikTok. Uh, you might not. I mean, there's nothing there anyway. Who cares? And I, then I think this is going to be a secret to most of you all. 
We're on YouTube. I will say the last episode that's been published to YouTube at the time of this recording is episode 22. So I might have been slacking a little bit. Uh, it's just audio on there and just like a visual that just says the name of the episode. But a lot of people consume podcasts on YouTube. I, I think with more time and bandwidth and help that we may be getting soon, uh, we would have like, you know, recorded videos of us like actually doing the podcast. But we have six subscribers on, not to be technical. I'm surprised it's that low, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I guess we're not on, on it as much, but like... Eh. It's 112 views overall of videos. Hey. Uh, average watch time, I think, is like overall from people that have watched is 3.2 hours, which is not bad. Yeah. Um, but we've done really nothing to really promote YouTube. There's one person who reaches out to our podcast page and asks for us to update the YouTube and they refuse to listen to us on Spotify or anything else. Strange. It's not strong enough. Not a strong enough case uh, for me to really do that. My cat just knocked over your drink. Uh, very good. Empty. Very empty. Very good. But this year, a lot of things are coming for the podcast. I'm excited. There's a lot of things in the works. You don't even know what it is yet, guys. You, have no you guys idea. have no ideas. You guys just wait until we have proper chairs to sit in while we do these recordings, <laughs> till we've got proper cameras. Yeah. We have so many things in the works. I'm All excited. Right. So we've just given you not to be technical 2020 wrapped. That's right. And it's baby. time to wrap up this episode. Charlie, let's do a little twist. Why don't you do the outro? You want me to do the outro? I do. Oh my goodness. Well, Nafis, let me put my iPad down. Let me get ready. All right. So listeners, we appreciate you greatly. Thank you so much for listening. We're out here, baby. We're out here on social media. We just went through all the platforms, but maybe you don't know how to find us. So go on Instagram at not to be technical. That's our flagship social media platform. You go on there, you'll get updates, you'll get polls, you'll get stories, and especially a lot more now this year. Then we got Twitter at not to be tech. Uh, you can't fit not to be technical there. That, that's why it's not not to be technical. It's just not to be tech. We're also on TikTok at not to be technical. Uh, we mentioned a few other platforms as well. I wouldn't stress doing that right now. Don't don't worry. We'll let I you know when TikTok is probably the only one that's you really. Yeah. You know, if you want, you want to be a great supporter, go on there. But what I would ask of all of our listeners, it's a new year. If you enjoy the podcast, go on Apple Podcasts. If you have an Apple device, give us five stars, write up a little review for us. You know, we're trying out here. We're not asking for your money, baby. But we're going to ask yeah. for one other thing. If you use Spotify, like most of you do. They just launched a similar feature where you can go in the Spotify app. There's a rating on the top left when you're looking at the podcast page. Just give us five stars. Uh, if you want to give us four or less, just don't. And reach out to us and tell us why you want to give us four or less. And then still don't do it. Especially if it's because Charlie's egotistical and uh, uh, toxic and, and, tox and yeah. toxic or if Nafis stirs the pot a little bit too much for your liking, you just be, you, you can let us know. Yeah, but yeah, there's just, no need to chat with us. us. We'll yeah. listen and yeah, we, we love we'll you all. take your feedback wisely. That's right. But join us again next week for episode 30, our 32nd recorded episode. Love y'all. See you soon. Peace out.